Hi, everyone. It's John. And Ben. And welcome to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Christmas classic Santa Claus, a movie. One minute at a time. And we are once again joined by a very special guest. He is the host of the Total Christmas podcast. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> it, is, it is quite forgettable. We have introduced yourself, special guest. Hi, I'm Jack. And I've got to say, I'm flying all this way to be on your podcast. It's costing me a fortune. So if you want me to fly in again next week, you're going to have to at least pay for the hotel. Okay? Uh, that's not, that's not in the budget. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna, okay, this is the last episode I'm doing then. <laughs> but thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us again, Jack. It has been a blast having you on to give us the insight, the UK perspective on Santa Claus the movie. I got to ask something I forgot to ask last week. You know, we've been trying to solve this mystery. We have press releases uh, that were sent out to the, the media here in the United States. They were making a big deal out of all, how all these wooden toys are donated in the uk have they have you ever seen one of these floating around in the wild in the uk <laughs> no like, no like at, no. A, at whatever in the uk they call a flea market or a yard sale or whatever i know, no, I know what you mean but no, it's sadly not but one thing i want to say because i remember you talking about this is the only time you see children playing with the toys is when they're in the states although there's a couple of flashes um when they're sort of doing the montage through the through the years mm-hmm. but generally yep. it seems to be in the states could be that all those toys were shipped over to the states and they gave them away there and then they fell to bits just like in the in the uh, movie maybe <laughs> Dude, i'm doing it again aren't i i'm going too far ahead i've got that's about a year's time you're going to see those bits it's very hard to do with a minute podcast mm. just to stay within your minute it is super hard <laughs> just just edit this bit in when that episode comes out when the toys are falling apart <laughs> so I, yeah i just picture like there there could be households throughout the uk where they have like where the heck did this wooden duck come from or this airplane. There's no yeah, marking last... on it. Just it's wood, wooden stuff. Like one year, you just get these random wooden toys. Yeah, it, sadly, none of them without made knowing a... they came from the set of Santa Claus the movie. See, sorry, I was talking over you. Then, so, sadly, none of them made it as far as me. I never. No. Oh. And I would have been about the right age for that sort of thing as well. I'd have been about ten then. So yeah. So we are on minute number thirty-one this week. Are we ready to get right into it? I think so. I think so. So continuing okay. where we left off last week, you remember how, uh, let's see, I have to look back here. Boog tapped Honka's arm to like nudge him like, hey, we got to follow Patch, get the, get the stuff. Mm-hmm. Then Honka goes down the like, goes down the chain of command. Honka taps Vout's arm um, and then Vout gets the attention of a couple other elves like, and does like a come on, like hand gesture to get everybody to follow him. And you said you had something from the comic book to add to this bit? I do, I do. So in the comic book, um, so in the movie, all of the elves just kind of start doing their thing like they know what they're supposed to do, like they're on a mission. But in the comic book, it is actually the ancient one who says, now, dear friends, it is time for the magic stardust, which bestows the gift of flight. So like in the comic book, it's like kind of reiterating the fact that the stardust that it is stardust and that's how the reindeer can fly is by eating that stuff. So the ancient one said that? Yes, the ancient one said that. Whereas he's already gone in right. the movie at this point. Right. That's interesting. And that was the comic book, was it? Not the not the novel. The comic book, yes. Does yeah. it mention it in the novel at all? No. In no. the novel, the ancient one leaves just like in the movie. Before we move on to that, I do have a note here 
Um, it says Elf behind Anya with a Super Mario Brothers mustache. Oh yeah, I see. <laughs> right at the beginning, I can't really see his face very well. He's partially hidden by Santa's big fluffy hair. And also, we can see the twins. They pop up again in the background, following Vout and Boog and Honka and Patch. Before we started recording, I had to have Ben confirm that those were the twins that we've been seeing yes. throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. These guys have been popping up in the background like at least two other times. They've had two other jobs that we have seen. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I missed that completely. I did not see that in the minute. So I probably I have... wouldn't have caught it either, but you know, I like go like the frame by frame <laughs> through these things. But, so, but they do well, pop up uh, one more time in this minute. I'm so, sorry, go ahead, Ben. Um, while we're watching the elves walk away, you can see their toys on the shelves behind them. Jack, do you know, what are these big wooden rings? What are those used for? Yeah, they're too small to be hula hoops. I think we've yeah. talked about this before. We have, but I didn't know if maybe Jack would know. Well, I am a toy expert. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea? Okay, good. None at all. Well, I'm looking at one. One of them looks quite thin, but it doesn't look big enough to be a, a hula hoop. And the others, I thought maybe they're from like that game, you know, it's a bit like where you throw horseshoes, mm-hmm. you've got a stick and you've got to throw rings over them. Yeah, that's I what think. I thought maybe they were too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue on, John. Claus and Anya look at each other. Santa nods before walking towards the sleigh. Anya proudly and emotionally watches Santa get into the sleigh. That's, so that's I love what that happens bit. next. We see mm-hmm. play out here. Santa still has a, like, I can't believe this is happening type look on his face. But Anya looks so proud. I know. There's so much She's love like in her up. eyes. And I love that. I think that's I think that's why, like, like I said last week, I was really taken by Judy Cornwall in this. Because she's just she's just such a lovely character, but you can tell she really loves her man. And I love that bit. I think it looks really, you know. Yeah, I definitely agree. Then Santa gives like a he has that twinkle in his eye, gives a little nod before he confident confidently goes over to his sleigh. And in the comic, um, the ancient one is the one guiding Claus or Santa, I guess I can say now, to his sleigh saying, and now, dear Santa Claus, we are ready for you. So he's still there, by the way, in the comic book. <laughs> do, you, do you actually see him leave in the comic book? Yes. Oh, there you go. I'm pretty sure as he's walking to his sleigh, the, the reindeer are, are real there. The way they're moving. Yeah, they're yeah, definitely um, like fidgeting around. Yeah, I, I'm with you. But weren't they like perfectly still when we first saw them it like a couple like minutes it. ago? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe... they, they are definitely real here. I don't know. Maybe the puppeteers are just that good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, you see one of them blink and it just looks, yeah, I think that I'm pretty sure I'm sticking with real. So let's see. Then ta- Santa takes a seat and then the making toys music starts again. We see eight happy elves come out, each holding a bowl of sparkling stardust covered reindeer food and now i've broken it down on there are two on each side of santa four elves come out one side is pat honka and the twins and the other side is boog Vout, and two unknown elves so going back to the twins what other jobs have we seen them throughout this movie when we first saw them they were they were at the bread table working on the bread by groot um, during like the big montage of all of the elves working when they first got there. And we then saw them on the um, the, the seesaw, seesaw that puffs the air. Yeah. So I guess like whatever odd job around the North Pole there is like, yeah, just have the, just have the twins do it. 
Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you established if the actors are actually twins or if they're two guys just with the same makeup and outfits? We have no idea. We're just... <laughs> I don't either. I'm sorry to say. I, I, I've sort of looked through the cast of all the elves, but I haven't seen their names come up. So, yeah. so Now you're familiar more with uh, Christopher Ryan's career. I assume he does more in his other projects and just have this grin on his face like this. He does look a little bit simple in this, doesn't he? It's all just, yeah, he seems happy, though. You've got to give yeah, him that. he has a yeah. giant grin on his face every time you see him. He has no other expression that we've seen so far in this movie. In the show, The Young Ones, he was like the really cool one. Uh, that was his role in it. He was just a really cool guy. So almost like the Fonz, sort of that sort of character. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's gone quite the other way. Maybe he wanted a change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> I think Can he I does a say, very good job. Yeah. <laughs> when they come out, like much as I don't know what Dudley Moore thought of this film when he was making it, but he does seem really jovial. He does seem very happy to be dancing along with his bowl of reindeer food. There's a smile on his face. Does seem genuine. And can, and I also want to thank you for in pre, a previous episode playing the, uh, the 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 music, the the lyrics to the making toys song I, I find myself walking around the house singing that <laughs> much to my wife's joy i do love this little bit of how like happy santa is just watching this unfold he's like whoa look at that so now we definitely switch to puppet reindeer first we see patch give blitzen yep. his bowl of food now you would think blitzen would just dive right in but he is not the most aggressive eater that we're going to see in this minute we no, established and, and, that Blitzen loves his food, but here he just, you know, he's pretty much eating like normal. Yeah, and I'm surprised that Donner eats it at all because he's so finicky. But Vixen, though, Vixen is going Vixen to, town. to town. Yeah, <laughs> stereo, because we both said Vixen goes to town at the same time. <laughs> you know what's funny? In my notes, I, I it actually says... <laughs> Vout feeds Vixen. Vixie is, Vixen is really going to town on that food. <laughs> there you go. That's a fact then. That is a fact. <laughs> All three of us. It's unanimous. He went to town on that food. <laughs> I do have one more note. Donner like almost like makes eye contact with Boog like almost as a, you want me to eat this? That's Are you true. sure? And then mm-hmm. Boog like does a nod and then Donner starts eating oh, the reindeer yeah. food. I see that now. Yeah. It's yeah. very subtle. I hadn't noticed that. Because Donner was one of the Santa's original, wasn't it? It was Donner and Blitzen. Yeah. yeah. Donner is the skittish one. He's the one who who we'll see soon. I'm skipping ahead now. Who's hesitant about flying? Prancer and Dancer being fed by the unknown elves. I think all we see are the hands of whoever's feeding Prancer and Dancer. And then we get a shot of Groot, Gooba, and Puffy. Okay, Jack. We, you have touched upon Groot with us. You've touched upon Gooba with us, but do you have any insight into Puffy, Anthony O'Donnell? Hang on, sorry, that's Groot there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pointing at my TV as if you can see it. <laughs> yep. Um, so Puffy, Anthony O'Donnell, he was, I, I remember seeing him in this, and for some reason I looked up, I thought, that, that guy's been in loads of stuff. This is going back a few years, but I thought, that guy's been in loads of stuff, I'll look it up. And there was I only found one thing that I knew him from, and that was a, a like a play for today. It used to be called, I think, called Nuts in May, where he played. It was about a guy, a, a couple that go camping, and he was one of the guys that went camping with them. It's, it's very, it was very famous for his time, and it sort of got a little bit of a, a very a, a low level cult following in the UK. Um, 
and that's the only other place I knew him from. I know he's been in Doctor Who, he's been in loads of other things, but it's all very minor parts. He hasn't got a big standout show or sitcom that he was in every single week. So, yeah. But what I t- I, something I've written down, I wanted to cover. Um, so he's sort of made to be this like fuddy-duddy character in it. But he's 37. He's one of the youngest actors in this, especially out of the Elves. Um, whereas uh, Dudley Moore's 50. So he's 13 years older than Puffy, even though he's sort of making out that Puffy's, you know, from the old school. Um, and I've also got to say that the way later, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, I know, not allowed to do it's that. It's okay, go for it. So Anya and Santa Claus, like they're talking about how sort of if they'd had a son, they sort of feel like they would like him to be like Patch. Well, Patch is five years older. Well, the actor, sorry, Dudley Moore is five years older than Junie Cornwell. <laughs> And he's only five years younger than Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, the famous actor from the Marvel films, plays Loki. So it, he put so on a lot it, of weight for this role and aged himself. <laughs> David Huddleston. I do the same exact thing. Leave that bit in. Leave that bit in. I'm proud of that. <laughs> so are you saying, maybe John told me this and I forgot. It was a while ago that we talked about the actors. But so Anya and Claus in the movie they're 10 years apart. Yeah. So in real life, they, they're 10 years apart too? They are, yes. Yeah, uh, David Huddleston was 55 and Judy Cornwell was 45 and Dudley Moore's 50. Hmm. And, and they're acting like Dudley Moore could have been their son. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and like I say, Puffy, the actor was only 37. Like I said, one of the youngest actors, and he's younger than... Um, uh, John Lithgow, like all the major adult actors in it. I don't know. And all the other elves, there's not one elf that I was familiar with that was that was younger than him as well. Hmm. Yeah. I found it really funny that they, they cast him as a role like that, where he was one of the younger ones there. Vixen is the first one to finish the whole bowl of food. You, you would have thought it would Blitzen, but yeah. uh, Vixen is... I wonder if they got the tags mixed up. <laughs> it wasn't there. Now, this is... I don't remember exactly, but when... Patch was introducing all of the reindeer. What didn't one of them like just love to eat and like only wanted to eat? Was that Vixen? I believe Vixen was the one who like snores and whinnies, whinnies and oh, snorts. I don't remember. I'd have to go all the way back to the beginning to check. I, I, but... I can't believe you don't have these reindeer characteristics committed to memory. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. I'm getting a new ho- co host. Jack, I have an opening here. Um, <laughs> For I can't afford co-host. the flights. We've discussed this. I can't fly in every week. I can't afford it. All you have to do is memorize a few reindeer. <laughs> well, to be honest, you probably talked about that like three or four months ago, but I've only been listening to your podcast for about three weeks, three or four weeks. So I should know better than you guys on that bit. But no, I can't remember. Sorry. I should have written it down. I also have a note. Blitzen still has uh, a bit of food hanging from his mouth. It's like this spark. It almost looks like tinsel. Yeah. Golden tinsel hanging out of his mouth. How did you spot that? Goodness me. Yeah, it does look like a piece of tinsel. But these are clearly the animatronic reindeer, so they could put tinsel in their mouth. Oh, yeah. These are definitely not real so... reindeer. I guess we should have mentioned that sooner. <laughs> that these are definitely the <laughs> puppet reindeer who are gobbling this fake sparkly yeah. food. So they could put tinsel in there without any issues. 
I don't know about you guys, but I find this next part very unsettling. Mm, you know, when the, yeah. the happy music stops, you hear this reindeer groan, almost in pain. <laughs> You'll have to put in the sound effect, Ben, because it's like, yeah. and then they start violently shaking as their antlers light up and stardust like flies off their antlers. Yes. We'll see more of it in the next minute, but uh, is anybody else with me on this? That this is a little unsettling. No, yeah, I agree. I, I sort of felt like they're going for the comedy element there, but it, it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember as a kid how I felt about it. Maybe I enjoyed it more as a kid, but when I watch it now, I just sort of feel like, those poor reindeer, this can't be good. Yeah, they do kind of like act like they're in pain. Yeah. But so according to the book, it says, uh, this is the novel book, not the comic book. The effect on the deer was immediate and remarkable. As Claus watched, he saw their eyes brighten and their chests expand. They almost seemed to glow with a magical energy made visible. They began to paw restlessly at the floor, tossing their heads and snorting, impatient now to be off on their night's adventure. That sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Than what we yeah, see. I don't think it really translated to the screen. <laughs> I think they were trying to do like, you know, when Popeye eats a spinach and it's like, no, 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 no. But here it's like, it's just unpleasant to watch these animals like, what's happening to me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, Santa? Why? I thought you loved me. <laughs> now we see the, the uh, stardust like coming off of their antlers. Is that like, acting like, you know, pixie dust from Peter Pan to help them fly. But we don't see that happen when humans consume stardust later in the film. That's a good point. Imagine if like when they're eating their puce pops, the kids started going into a fit and, and like what's going happening? crazy and, and shaking uncontrollably. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think the parents would have been too happy about that. And that, that is where the minute ends. Uh, we, I don't want to go too far into more observations about the reindeer getting their flight powers because that, that's, for, that's for the next minute. But and anything else to touch upon on this minute or you think we've uh, hit upon everything? I don't think I can add anything, sorry to say. I have nothing more to add. Well, so that wraps up minute number 31. This is pretty exciting. I, I can't wait to... Can't wait to continue on with the movie. I have so much more I want to add, <laughs> but I'd be getting too far ahead. That is the problem with the movies by the minute is that uh, the minutes kind of go together, but you can't talk about it. Okay, you yeah. can cut this part out, but I, I just yeah. want to get it out of my system while, while Jack's here. Okay. Do you think, do you think this is the first time, they, they must have had like practice rounds, right? This can't be the first time ever that these reindeer are going to start flying around. Yeah, no, I think I think you should leave this in because I feel exactly the same way. It's this is what is going. He's never flown before in his life, and this is the, this is Christmas Eve, and he's going to go. I don't know if you remember the Greatest American Hero, but he always had trouble flying on that show, and he was crashing into everything. With Superman, when Superman learned to fly, off he went. He was fantastic. I can imagine Santa Claus would have a bit of trouble for his first flight, but they don't show that. None of the practice stuff, it's, they suggest that this is the first time he's ever flown them. And I don't know. It's a good job that he's living in an, as the uh, ancient elf said, an endless night, because he's gonna need half of that to learn to fly the blooming sleigh. Because sitting in an office, shaking some pretend reins 
isn't isn't the way to learn. That's not, I didn't I didn't learn to drive a car by sitting in my front room with a dinner plate, turning that round. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Going yeah, can you imagine there. the reindeer, especially Donner and Blitzen? They've only known walking around on the ground their yeah. whole lives, and now they're no wonder the reindeer scared out of his mind. The the ancient one says that he's giving the gift of flight, right? So does like is that literal like in that very moment claus santa is getting the gift of flight like boom right there or or not well i mean they've that's been- a good point i think it sort of felt to me like a general thing he's sort of saying you know around about this time you'll be getting a gift of flight i don't know <laughs> in the next couple of you know next couple of minutes you'll figure it out <laughs> He's like, flight? I thought I was doing this by, on the ground. <laughs> oh, geez. So anyway, I'm sure we'll hit upon that point again next week. Then. Yes, yes. I, mean, I feel sorry for these reindeer, especially Donner. Because he, mm-hmm. he, we'll see in the next minute. He is, he is scared. Mm-hmm. Is that the next minute or is that the minute after, do you think? Oh, gee, I, now, now I'm, now I'm, I gotta now I'm uh, second guessing myself because my notes end with this minute. The next minute, yeah, yeah, it's the next minute. They're up in the air. Oh wow! Yeah, happens quick. And Donner looks down and like he sees like a like double vision because he's so high up. He's scared. His ear goes over his eyes because he's Mm -hmm. so scared. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared. It's only flying. So, so that, (laughs) so that suggests to me that there, there's been no practice rounds. They didn't do a couple spins around the workshop to to get him acclimated to flying, which. It's horrible for these animals, I'd imagine. Animal abuse by Santa Claus. And, and Donna and Blitzen are leading the sleigh as well, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd put your, your most scared guys at the front. I don't know if that's a good way to go. <laughs> so, Jack, where can, where can people listen to your podcast? So uh, the website is the totalchristmaspodcast.com. And, I mean, if you just Google Total Christmas Podcast, I'll probably turn up somewhere uh yeah i said about it last episode but i'll say about it again it's just we just cover everything to do with christmas really and i have a lot of fun just me on my own um shouting into a microphone as i like to say uh yeah yeah check it out or not do what you want (laughs) so definitely go check out that podcast um and of course if any of you guys any of our listeners have anything to add on this minute or santa claus the movie in general you can email us minute at gmail.com. And where else can they follow us, Ben? You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Santa Minute. I wonder if anybody actually listens this deep into the show or if they tune out when we start, start no, giving I'm, the plugs. I'm still listening. When I listen, I'm still listening. Yeah, we should like I'm throw in some secret Easter egg here at the end one of these times. <laughs> I think if people are binge listening, it's just it's easier to listen through than to, than to skip anyway. That's true. That's true. And Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And you can listen to all our episodes. For free!